to the preaching and teaching ministry of Brian Burke International. Hi, I'm Revivalist Brian Burke, and I pray this teaching brings revolutionary change into your life and ministry, and that it will stir you to rise in the power of the Holy Ghost. Now let's get started. You know, the Holy Ghost told me to talk about being full of the Holy Ghost. Being full of the Holy Ghost. So we're just going to go through some scriptures about that and believe God for fullness of the Holy Ghost. Saints, God wants you to be full of Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Not partly full. Not 25% full. Not 75% full. Not 99.99% full. But 100% full of Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory to God. That will make you a dangerous born again believer when you're full. Every believer in the book of Acts was full. In fact, God didn't use anybody in the book of Acts that wasn't full. Hallelujah. The problem is with believers, we, we, we tend to be leaky vessels. We go through a little bit of warfare or maybe a lot of warfare. And by the end of that warfare, we lost about 80% of our fullness. <laughs> and, we, and we come dragging ourselves to church. Say, somebody pray for me. You know. But the will of God is for you to be full 100%, 100% of the time, doesn't matter what warfare you go through, you go through it full and you come out full. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the will of the Holy Ghost for us. Amen. The devil can't steal the power of the Holy Ghost out of your life if you know how to carry the fullness. That's the secret. See, the secret is to carry the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you tonight. That we are your people and we were called for such a time as this. We, were not, we are not here by accident. We were born for such a time as this. We are planted here. We are the planted of the Lord. The oaks of righteousness. To call for to rebuild the waste places. To restore the desolations of former generations. God we give you praise that such an anointing is upon us. We've been touched by your anointing. We have been restored by your anointing. We have been stirred by your anointing. Equipped by your anointing. And Lord, we thank you that your desire for us is to be completely full of the Holy Ghost so that you can continue to use us in greater measures. Father, open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts and stir us up. Stir us up, God, in the Holy Ghost tonight. And everybody said amen. Let's go to John chapter 2. Let's begin there. Hallelujah. Come on, feed on the word. Amen. The Bible says, Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. The Holy Ghost wants to fill you. That's not my word. That's his word. Amen. You are a container for God. Hallelujah. You were made to be filled by God. Hallelujah. Your spirit was made to fellowship with God. Amen. So receive from the word today. Receive. Open everything up. Hallelujah. And be like a sponge that just soak it all in. And be completely filled and refilled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. In verse 1 of chapter 2 it says, On the third day was a marriage at 
in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, when they lacked wine, or when the wine was finished with, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Hallelujah. I mean, no, the, the Bible says, be not drunk with wine, but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So being filled with wine is like being filled with the Holy Ghost. Or should you should I say the other way? You're drunk, in other words. Hallelujah. You're drunk, but sober. <laughs> You're spiritually sober, but, but drunk. Hallelujah. Full of wine. Full of the new wine. Amen. Glory to Jesus. I've only been drunk a couple of times. I'm not a drinker. I never was a drinker. But one time I made a mistake. <laughs> Somebody had given me a cup of champagne by accident. And I drank it. And that one little thing got me drunk. Got me woozy. I'm like, ooh. Hallelujah. But you, you, couldn't help, you couldn't help yourself but laugh all the time. You know, when you're full of, of when you're drunk like that, you, you, just, you can't help but laugh. Be full of joy. It's hard to find a depressed drunk. <laughs> no, they're happy. Amen. Hallelujah. No, don't go and drink, okay? The Bible says, be not drunk with wine, but be filled with Holy Ghost. Amen. So you are full of joy and full of mind and full of strength and full of hope. Hallelujah. Amen. In the midst of the warfare. Glory to God, full of joy, full of hope. Laugh at the devil. Amen. <laughs> okay, so, they, so the mother of Jesus, Mary, said they have no wine. They run out. That's what happens to some churches, you know. They run out of wine. They run out of joy. They run out of strength. They run out of passion. They run out of, they run out of uh, intensity. They run out of momentum. They lose their grace. They lose the passion for what, what, what God has called them to do. God doesn't want that to happen to you. Amen? God wants to stir the flame up inside of you. The strength that he's put in, the gift that he's put inside of you. Amen? God doesn't want you to be dying with boredom. Amen? Spiritual, religious boredom. He wants you to be doing something for him, something great. He wants you to have significance in your life. He wants you to make a difference with your life. Amen? He wants you to go somewhere. He wants you to do something. He wants you to build something. Amen? He wants you to change somebody's life. Amen? Glory to God. So don't, let's not run out of wine tonight. Lord, we want more wine. Fill us with the new wine, Holy Ghost. Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I to do with you? Mine hour is not yet come. And his mother said unto the servants, whatsoever he says unto you, do it. That's good advice. Whatsoever Jesus says unto you, do it. Amen. <laughs> That's a good mama right there. Verse 6. And there were set there six water pots of stone, earthen vessel. Earthen vessels. Are there any earthen vessels here tonight? Amen. The number six is right there. It is a number of man. Oh, this is here symbolic a little bit, even though this miracle, act, this uh, uh, situation actually happened. 
but it's a lot of symbolism in there. Six water pots of stone, earthen vessels, meaning you, man. After the manner of the purifying, representing sanctification. Notice what happens here. Earthen vessels that are sanctified. Earthen vessels that are being purified. People of God that are setting themselves apart for to be filled with the Holy Ghost. All the way up. All the way up. Amen. Containing two or three firkins apiece. And Jesus said unto them, fill the water pot, fill the water pots with water. And they filled it all the way up to the brim. All the way up to the brim. All the way up. That's what God wants to do with our lives. Amen. He wants to fill us up with the water of the spirit all the way up to the brim. But you know what I like about this miracle here? The water turns into wine. That's what happens with you. When you drink the water of the spirit, it turns into wine on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Amen. And you're not 20% filled, 25% filled, 30% filled, 100% filled all the way up to the brim. Can you picture that? Can you picture your life uh, all the, filled up with the Holy Ghost all the way up to the brim and overflowing? If somebody just touches you, you just spill over. That's what needs to happen with us and the Holy Ghost. We just spill over on, 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 on top of them. Amen. Get them some joy. Get them some hope. Get them some peace. Get them some breakthrough. Thank you, Jesus. I like what the servants did. They fully obeyed God. They fully obeyed Jesus. Now, what if they, what if they had filled the water pots only 20% full? Jesus said, fill the water pots with water. And so they fully obeyed. Amen. They filled it as high as it could go. Amen. Because Jesus said to fill it. So we're going to fill it. Amen. Holy Ghost said he wants you full. So you're going to get full. Somebody say I'm going to get full. I'm going to get so drunk in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That I'm going to laugh. And I'm going to cry. For joy. I'm going to see visions. I'm going to have dreams. I'm going to have prophetic words. Hallelujah. I'm going to have power in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Demons are going to see me coming. And they're going to recognize that I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Go to, go to John chapter 4. Verse 13. Jesus answered and said unto the woman at the well, Whosoever drinks of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never, 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 never thirst again. Hallelujah. That's fullness. That's fullness. That's fullness. You'll be so filled that you'll never thirst again. Hallelujah, shall never thirst again, but the water that I shall give him, whoo, watch this, shall be in him, say me, a well of water that springs up unto everlasting life. And there's a gush, there's, there's a source Jesus puts on the inside of you, he's called the Holy Ghost, and, and the Holy Ghost begins to bubble forth. 
from within you. Hallelujah. Sustaining you now because you're not ever going to thirst again. So he's sustrain, sustaining you. He's strengthening you. He's giving you truth. He's giving you revelations. He's teaching you. He's showing you where to go. He's showing you what to think. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is right there. He's the source and he's springing up. He's bubbling out of you. Amen. Can you see that what Jesus was saying? Jesus said that. You shall never thirst again. You shall never thirst again. Huh? You shall never thirst again because there's a well on the inside of you. Now all you have to do is tap into that well and, and the Holy Ghost can show you how to please him, how to walk with him so you can step into that place where you get filled every time. Woo! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. And the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water. I want this well in me. I don't want to thirst again. I don't want to run here and run there. I don't want to go here. Then the next question she asked the Lord, where am I going to worship? And the Lord said, the Father is looking those that worship him in spirit and in truth. It's not about this place or that place. But the Father is looking for those that worship him in spirit and in truth. You can't worship God in spirit and in truth without that well on the inside of you. Amen, somebody. Are you here today? Somebody shout, I'm here. We want to leave this place. We want to give the devil hell on purpose. Amen. If he attacks you, get mad. Get really, 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 really mad. Amen. It's all right. The devil gets afraid of you when you get really upset when he attacks. Amen. And get fervent. Get on fire. Grab a hold of the well on the inside of you and begin to speak the word of God. And every demon in hell will regret they ever touched you and your family. Amen. Thank you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 7, verse 37 of chapter 7. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood. There was something prophetic going on. That was the feast of uh, tabernacles. That great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried. He got up on something. I can't imagine he got up on a podium and he cried. So the whole crowd could hear him, right? If any man thirst, how would you cry? If any man thirst? I mean, if, if, if it was me crying, I would get up there and say, Hey! Hey! If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Man, that's pretty bold, huh? I could say come to this altar in faith and drink. Amen. Because Jesus is here. And the Holy Ghost is here. Hallelujah. And that's what he wants to do with your life. He wants to give you that fullness. Amen. Right. He says, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers. Oh my goodness. Rivers. Of living water. Oh, believers, it's not one river. He said rivers. Rivers, multiple streams. 
coming out of your innermost being, coming out of you, multiple streams of living water. It could be a stream of healing. It could be a stream of deliverance. It could be a stream of joy. It could be a stream of financial miracles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But that stream is going to flow out of you. This, I don't, no wonder Jesus was crying because that's good news. Hey, if any man's thirsty, come to me and drink. And I'm going to put a well on the inside of you and rivers are going to flow out of you. That's good news, brother. No wonder Jesus was shouting it. You see what God wants to do with you? He wants to fill you. But you have to stay filled. You have to learn to keep walking in the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Not lose an inch of power. Not lose an inch of fullness. Not lose anything. But keep that fullness maintained. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's go to now Acts chapter 2 verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house. Oh, it filled the house now. It filled the house. Amen. Filled the house. Like see, we're right here in the house. Okay, the Holy Ghost wants to fill the house with him. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen. Flesh cannot produce anything from the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Flesh cannot do it. In fact, the Bible says, no flesh shall glory in my presence. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost said he wants to fill you. So we're going to let him have his way and have him fill you. But now it's going to be up to you to maintain that fullness and never lose it again. Amen. Because you, you, you've got a well on the inside of you. You can get full right now if you know how to tap and do that well. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm already, I'm already getting fuller. Amen. It's easy. Somebody say it's easy. See, religion makes it hard, but it's easy. Amen. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, there's a lot of words in here that deal with full. <laughs> Have you noticed? Fully come. They were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty, mighty rushing wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled they were all filled all of them all of them were filled everybody in the room was filled hallelujah everybody that walked in the room got filled hallelujah praise God because the Holy Ghost had occupied the room he had filled the whole room amen yes. glory to Jesus a sound came a sound came into them and that sound brought fire with it. Hallelujah. Fire and, and an utterance. A voice. They received a voice. Hallelujah. So that's what the Holy Ghost, that's what those rivers are. That river is a voice out of the born again believer. 
Don't stop it. Don't kill it. Let that voice come forth. Amen? Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Go to 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Oh, thank you, Lord. Are you beginning to believe with me here today? See, I don't mind priming the pump. I, I don't mind, uh, you know, doing this pump you up a little bit. I don't mind that. If I can get you going, praise God. Amen. But you got to help me out here. <laughs> you got to say, Lord, I'm willing. <laughs> Lord, I'm willing. And if you're not willing, say, Lord, I'm willing to be willing. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. If God's going to do anything, he's going to do it through you and with you. Not outside of from you. <laughs> so you want God to fill you, you have to have faith. Amen. In verse uh, 1 of chapter 7 of 2 Chronicles. says right here, And now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven. Hallelujah. The fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifice and the glory of the Lord filled the house. You know what I like? The next part too. And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the house, the Lord's house. God had filled the house with himself, with his glory. No one could enter in because there was no room for nobody. Come on. Amen. God is trying to show us something. And when something's full, it's full. There's no room for nothing else. Amen. Hear me, saints. When something's full, it's full. And something cannot be full unless it was at least partly empty. <laughs> right? Very simplistic. But it's true. But if something's full, if you are full of Holy Ghost, nothing else fits. Now see what happened in this verse? The priest could not enter in because the glory of the Lord had filled the house. Wow. Now the same thing can happen in you because God doesn't fill things Anymore that are built with man's hands. He fills things, people that, who are built with his hands. That's why the Bible says you are the temple of the living God. Know ye not that the Holy Ghost dwells in you and you are the temple of the living God. God dwells in you. But God wants to fill you with so much of himself that you're full and there's no room for anything else. Can you take a picture, make a picture of that? If there's fear in you, when you're full of God, there's no room for fear. Right? If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, there's no room for devils. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Because some people believe, you know, you, you, can, you, you, can, you can be, you can be, you can have the Holy Ghost and you can have a devil. And you know what? That's true. But that person is not filled all the way. Can I remember making good sense? If something's full, something's full. If I fill this room with water, okay, it, it, there would be no room for nobody, for nothing. You, wouldn't even, you couldn't even enter into this room. 
let's just be a little bit of simplistic here today. But if it was partly full, then there's room for other things. But there could be room for fear. There could be room for doubt. There could be room for unbelief, for strife, for criticism, for backbiting, for gossiping, for devils, for lust. Things happen to people because they're not 100% full of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost said, I want to fill you all the way up to the brim. Oh, Jesus, can you believe God for that today? Can you believe God to become all the way full so that, so that you, you, you don't have to fear anymore? So that there's no hindrances for the gifts of the Spirit moving in your life anymore. So that there's no blockage in your spiritual walk anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. Verse 3. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. That's what we need in the body of Christ. We don't need room for religious devils. We don't need to make room for them. We don't need room for Jezebel devils. So long there is room for them, they will occupy it. So long there is room for fear in your life, fear will occupy it. So long there is a room. Remember now, remember Jesus said, when an unclean spirit is cast out of a man, he goes about looking for rest. But then when he comes back, he comes back to the same spot that he, that he was thrown out of. And he finds it clean and empty. He goes and finds seven stronger than him. And occupies that place. Why? Because there's room. What if there was no room? What if, what if that person was filled and stayed filled amen we're talking about our lives right we're talking about our lives God when he, when, when he first filled you with the Holy how many of you filled with the Holy Ghost raise your hand when you first got filled with the Holy Ghost he put that fountain inside there's no reason for you not to be 100% full because the fountain the rivers Need to run. <laughs> Amen. You need to, uh, uh, what's, this, what's that phrase? The floodgates. What's that phrase? Something with the floodgates. Open up the floodgates, man. Let the rivers run. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't need room for sickness. We don't need room for cancer. We don't need room for unforgiveness. We don't need, we don't need room for none of that stuff. Whew. Jesus, help me, Lord. All right. So full means full. Did you write that down? That's simple, but it's true. You need to write it down and meditate on it. Full means full. Not one, not 75% full is not full. Right? Amen. 99% full is not full. <laughs> There's no such thing as the glass is half empty or the glass is half full. <laughs> It's not full. Amen. God wants us full. So full means to be completely under the influence of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's what baptism is. Baptism in the Holy Ghost. 
right, is you get immersed or submersed in the Holy Ghost. Right? It's like baptism in water, but this is baptism in the Holy Ghost. He puts the Jesus, who is the baptizer in the Holy Ghost, he puts you under. But with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you never come up. You stay submerged. Amen? Under the influence of the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's the will of God for us. That's the will of God. All right. So to be full means to be completely under the influence. To be full of the supply of the Holy Ghost. He has supply, right? And it also means to be fully furnished by the Spirit. Those are my definitions of being full, okay? Now let's go to Luke chapter 4. In Luke chapter 4, verse 1. And in verse 1 says, And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. He was full. I mean, it wasn't partly full. Jesus was all the way full. Listen, if Jesus had to get full, so do you. <laughs> if the Son of God, amen, born of a virgin. Anybody here born of a virgin? No. Hallelujah. Immaculate conception. Amen. Nobody here. But had no sin, born of a virgin, the blood of the Father God running through his veins. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. He had to get filled with the Holy Ghost. All the way full. And so do you. So do we. Amen. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Amen. I think the Holy Ghost wanted to have him confront a little a, a demon that was in the wilderness called Satan, Lucifer. Amen. But also the Lord wanted to prepare him to walk in that fullness. Amen. A lot of believers when they get filled with the Holy Ghost, two, or two weeks from now, they lost it. They lost the fullness. They still pray in tongues, but it's weak tongues. They still got joy, but it's not 100% full joy. Are you listening? They still got a little bit of hope, a little bit of faith, but they're struggling. <laughs> Am I talking to anybody? Amen? God doesn't want, that's not the will of God. God has prepared for us 100% victory 100% of the time. God has not planned, listen, any defeat for you. Any. Amen? Any. Glory to God. Do you believe that? You have to believe that. You have to believe that. If you're going to walk in victory. Amen? Hallelujah. All the junk that's happening to you, that's just the devil testing you. But you got to use that fullness of the Holy Ghost on him. Let him have a taste. Torment him. Torment Satan. You know, he's just attacking me just before I got up and preached, you know, with all kinds of weird things in my body trying to attack me. Hallelujah. But that won't stop me because I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We got to give the devil hell. Because Jesus said when we obey him, amen, he said, behold, I give unto you power over all the power of the devil and nothing shall by any means harm you. So don't be afraid because the Lord, our Christ, our King said that. And we are not afraid of the devil, but we're going to make him pay. 
we are going to make them pay. We're going to have the miracles that we need and we're going to make the devil pay. And we're going to make him regret that he ever attacked us. So the next time he's going to have to think twice before he attacks. Amen? Make the devil think twice. So Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. So the, the, the Holy Ghost led him. Notice the Holy Ghost is the one who led him into that wilderness place. And I believe the Holy Ghost led him there because Jesus had to learn how to carry the fullness. Write that down. I got to learn how to carry the fullness. Amen. Maintain that fullness. Maintain that level of fullness that you've received. And the Lord did. He maintained the fullness. Prepared himself for what, we, what, what he was about to do. And then in verse 14, he comes out of the wilderness. Watch that verse with me. And, the, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. Praise God. So he went in full of the Holy Ghost, but he came out in the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, how do you know that's, di that's a difference? Because there are, there, in, in our lives, in our ministries, in our churches, in the body of Christ, we find many believers who are full of the Holy Ghost, but they don't walk in the power. They don't walk in the demonstration. They don't walk in the manifestation. They don't walk in the signs and the wonders. They don't walk in the gifts of the Spirit. Amen? But they have fullness, or they at least have some measure of fullness, but they, but they don't have the power. Can I submit this to you? That perhaps... They don't know how to carry the fullness. They don't know how to war with the fullness. Amen. They don't know how to use it on the enemy's strategies and the attacks of the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost one day told me when a person gets filled with the Holy Ghost, if they don't immediately begin to obey God, they will dry up. And that's what happens with a lot of people that get filled with the Holy Ghost. They just think, okay, now I got tongues, hallelujah, I'm all set now, glory to God. But you're not obeying God, you're not obeying the voice of God, you're not obeying the word of God, hallelujah, you're not doing anything for God. And why do you need the power for? What do you need the power for? Amen? The whole, the whole prerequisite of the power is so that you could be a witness, a voice, hallelujah, that brings revolutionary change in the world. But if you're not doing that, you don't need the power. Am I in church today? I know I'm in church. But we've strayed so far from this basic principle. Jesus said, uh, don't go into all the world yet, brothers. Don't go yet. Wait for the promise of the Father. Amen. And then when the Holy Ghost come upon, comes upon you, go first to Jerusalem, gen, then Judea, Samaria, and the othermost parts of the world. But the whole thing they had to wait for was for that fullness of the Holy Ghost to come. Amen. Amen. And after the fullness, this is what I want you to get today. After the fullness comes the endowment. Because being full... And being endued is, are two different things. When you're full, the Holy Ghost is in you in His fullness. Hallelujah. And that's glorious. That's glory inside of you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. But Jesus said to wait until you are endued with power. That's another level. That's when uh, the glory 
is on you. You are clothed with that power now. That's when the miracles happen. This is what happened in Jesus' life. He got full of the Holy Ghost. Then after 40 days of battling with the enemy, of learning how to carry the fullness of the Spirit, he came out in the power of the Spirit with demonstrations, with miracles, with healings, with signs, and with wonders following. Amen? The same thing will happen to us. The same thing will happen to you and me. We hope this message has equipped and strengthened you to boldly follow Jesus. If you would like to know more about Brian Burke International, visit brianburke.org or write to Brian Burke International, P.O. Box 4153, Hallandale Beach, Florida, 33008 or email us at info at Until next time, God bless.